Hey friends, and welcome to the Moving Mountains podcast. Moving Mountains is a place to hear true stories of modern day miracles told by ordinary people just like you and me. My name is Paige, and I'm joined here in Alaska by my dear friends Margaret and Bernadette as we witness accounts of how God has worked in people's lives in big and small ways. As you listen to these stories of hope, answered prayers, and unexplained phenomena, we invite you to allow this space to inspire your faith and even to help you recognize the ways in which God is moving mountains in your own life. Well, welcome back, everyone, to the end of season two of the Moving Mountains podcast. Um, I think both Bernadette Page and I are all just surprised and thankful and excited um, by the beauty of the stories we've heard, of the guests we've had, um, of the beauty of just God's miracles that are happening in our lives, you know, in little ways and big ways. And if you listen to this season, there were definitely some more intense stories. I would say we had a, we had a story of a plane crash. We had, um, a story of a, a prophecy from a nine-year-old boy, um, <laughs> you know, St. Anthony stories once again. And so it's been a real gift to just, continue to be present to these people and to you and to um, hear how the Lord is continuing to work in our lives. And even um, if you listen to our last episode, how the Lord works through um, even suffering and in, in ways, you know, we don't get mm-hmm. maybe the answer we wanted to a prayer. So, but that doesn't mean that the Lord has abandoned us. He's still good and he's still glorified. So I know that, um, we're all three just very humbled and thankful for the gift of just being able to receive all of this. So yeah, we're, we're so thankful also for you, all of you and listening and supporting us. I know that um, we're going to do a little bit of reflection on season two, but as is our custom, we have a very <laughs> important question, our VIQ. And I believe Paige is our provider of this question tonight. So Paige, hit us, hit us. Yes. Okay. So this was a question. Um, I had a girl's fall night last week, I think it was. And, um, you know, as all women do, when we get together, we talk about household things and whatnot. And so we were all talking about our beds and there was a question that was brought up that we all started debating. So I was like, Ooh, this would be a good VIQ. So do you use a top sheet? So you have your fitted sheet, okay? And then there's the top sheet that's just like the one that's really easy to fold, lays flat on your bed under your down duvet, whatever you use. Um, (laughs) So that is the question. Do you use a top sheet? Um, And if yes, if no, what's your reasoning behind it? Okay, well, I will go. (laughs) I do use a top sheet and, um, as Kyle will attest, I, for some reason, I'm super, super hot at night and freezing all day, which was the bane (laughs) of my existence in Alaska (laughs) and makes no sense. But I pretty much use just a top sheet year round. Like we have a top sheet and then a cotton layer and then, um, it's not down because that's way too hot for me, but then like a comforter with a duvet on top of that. And I usually just flip the two blankets up and have just the sheet on most of the night. So that's like my perfect layer 
so that I'm not cold, <laughs> but don't overheat. Wow. So I'm all about the top sheet. And anytime I sleep somewhere that they don't have it, I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Because <laughs> when I have the comforter on, I'm so hot. So I really need it. What about you, Margaret? Um, I'm with you. I definitely use a sheet. Sometimes I kick it to the bottom of my bed in my sleep. However, <laughs> I do need the layers because I get pretty hot at night. Um, so I'm always surprised sometimes random nights where I'm I'm just it's cold out, but I'm super warm and having that nice thin little layer is really key. And I will also say, I have a really hard time sleeping without something on top of me. I don't know if anyone else has that problem, but to just kind of be open air, I'm, I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm all about the, the, the flat. I think, oh yeah, it's a flat sheet, right? Isn't that what it's called? Um, I'm all about it. I don't know, actually. Cool. We're on the same page. What about you, Paige? <laughs> um, um, I am not on the same page. I am anti-flat top sheet. <laughs> I think they're pointless. Um, but, Berna, you do raise a good point. Um, I will say for our guest bed, I do, I do have a top sheet on there just because I know some people prefer it. Um, but for our own bed and for the boys' toddler beds, I'm like, this is the most pointless piece of bedding <laughs> that there could be. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm i just like, I just want my, my comforter and I'm good with that. Got to stick my feet out. As long as my feet are out of the blanket, then I feel fine. Unless it's winter and it's like super cold. Then I will actually take a throw blanket and put that under my comforter and use that just for some extra coziness. Your um, fake sheet. <laughs> yeah. But it's just, I don't know. It's just another extra piece of making the bed that I'm just not about. So what yeah, about yeah, I get washing that. though? What about washing? Oh, do so, you like wash the top blanket every time you do your laundry? I or do you wash just the wash the bottom? No, I, I do wash the top blanket. Yeah. Okay. So it's just a bigger load. <laughs> yeah. But it. I, well, I, we don't yeah. we don't have a duvet cover, so it's not a whole hassle of trying to get a blanket out of a duvet cover to wash the duvet cover. Does that make sense? Gotcha. Yeah. Well, it sounds pretty clear that if you run hot at night, you need a sheet. If you don't, then you're good without it. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a very interesting anyway. question. Yeah. Yeah. Very important question and very interesting. VIQ, VIQ, they both work. (laughs) And actually, I will say at my ladies' night, I was very outnumbered. Okay. So makes sense. (laughs) You're outnumbered again. Yep. Page is not on the same page, which is kind of funny in itself. (laughs) Well, thank you very much, Paige. Um, You know, very important things to think about in our life, right? Um, First world first world, I wouldn't call them problems. Maybe they are. I don't know. First world for sure. Considerations. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, moving on to kind of reflecting on our, our season. Um, I just want to share a couple things that I experienced. So I don't know, for those of you who've never maybe been on a podcast or done any sort of recording, it's interesting because I don't know if Bernadette and Paige agree, but in the moment, you're in the moment. 
And so often I'll go back and listen and, and be like, Oh, wow, that was really profound. Like, I'm really glad I said that or Bernadette said that or what, you know, Paige said that because I don't necessarily remember the nitty gritty details. I remember the heart of the story and Mm -hmm. that's a real gift. So, you know, I was listening. It took me a while actually um, to get into this season for myself, which is funny because um, I was preparing to go to Europe. And so I, I think I listened to the first episode in Spain And if you remember, the first episode was, I think it was Branson. Yes. And he was talking about his injury before he went on the Camino. And so here I am in a bus, you know, driving through Northern Spain. We're seeing signs for the Camino everywhere we go. We're visiting these amazing cathedrals. And then I'm hearing the story and I was like, oh, that's really cool. Like, I did not anticipate you know, when we recorded this, that I would be listening to this in the same place that Branson ended up going on his journey. And in that mm-hmm. moment, I was just like, wow, the Lord is so cool. He's such a gift. Um, so that was neat for me. And then, you know, as the season went on, you're hearing reflections from people and things. But um, the next kind of profound thing for me was actually Megan Wohler's episode. Um, she was on the trip with us. So I had never met her. Well, actually, I had met her. Mm-hmm. She didn't remember me. And that's okay. Um, but she ended up on our, on our, our trip to, to world youth day. So Spain and Portugal, and, you know, I didn't know her very well before. And I just had heard her story about, um, that she shared with us. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. And we were kind of, we kind of became kindred spirits. And so it's just neat to see how the Lord works in his timing. And, and, you know, I didn't anticipate either of those things and it was just kind of a beautiful gift, um, to me personally, and also Megan shared that it was really beautiful for her too, just to connect with me on a personal level on the trip. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, there were several actually, I will say several pilgrims who are so excited about our podcast, people who listen diligently. And, um, I gave everybody stickers and they, it was just neat. To, I didn't realize that, you know, a bunch of these youth even knew about it. And so, you know, for me, this, this season was a, was a a special experience in that way is that I got to be in some of the places where these people had journeyed and, um, and then meet, you know, in person, one of our guests and spend some beautiful time with her in Spain and Portugal. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm just thankful. Um, you know, a lot of feedback too, about the, the episode of the the flight and then our little nine-year-old prophet. So anyway, (laughs) um, that's, those are a little bit, it's a little bit of my reflection, um, on this season. And just when I think about it, I don't know about you ladies, but I just am brought so much joy, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's just an honor to be in this position. So, um, yeah, Paige, what are you, what are your thoughts? Yeah. You know, it's funny that you were saying how, when you're listening, you're hearing new things from when we were recording, Um, and for me, it's like, I'm here in the moment when we're recording and then I hear it again when I'm editing and then I actually listen to it one more time. Um, once I put it out because there have been times in the past where, um, once we released it, I caught some things and I had to like re-edit it super quickly. (laughs) So now I always listen to it once it's officially out too. So I experienced the conversation three different times, the same one. Mm -hmm. And every time. I am also 
pulling new things. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know Bernadette said that. Or like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize Margaret said that. Um, so I totally, totally get that and experience that as well. Um, and yeah, it's just been so fun. Um, one thing that we were chatting about a little bit before was with some of the episodes that have been two parts this season. Um, a lot of people have been like, are you kidding me? Like you're leaving us on that cliffhanger. (laughs) And that is just the biggest compliment for me because since I'm editing it, I'm always listening like, okay, where am I going to like, it wouldn't make sense if it was an hour long to hit it at the 30 minute you know, section that way it's like, oh, this episode's 30 minutes and this episode's 30 minutes. But sometimes I'm like, no, the first part's just going to be like 24 minutes and the second part's going to be 50 minutes because (laughs) this is where Mm -hmm. I need to cut it to have it be a cliffhanger. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it's just like so fun for me being able to kind of find that, um, that, yeah, big moment in the episode where I can have all of you just with your jaw on the floor, wanting more for the next week. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I do yeah, remember I all of us got, yeah. Go I ahead, think we've Verna. all gotten feedback about that this episode. I mean, this season about cliffhangers. Like I know my aunt Kathleen was like, you, you have to tell me what happened. I'm up in the middle of the night at 1am texting, you know, typing everything in, <laughs> trying to figure out what happens in this story. <laughs> it's just, it's just amazing to hear that people are that engaged. Um, I'm sorry, I interrupted you, Margaret. What were you saying? Just that it makes me chuckle or when I get random messages from people, you know, it's from, and all sources it's, it's from, it's, it's on Instagram. It's, it's on remind that I have for my, you know, um, the youth ministry stuff. And this one woman, I can't believe you cut it off there. Exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. (laughs) It's a beautiful thing, but it's also a, an honor and compliment to us to know that people are listening and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, giving us a little bit of, of fun feedback, if you will, is, you know, it's, we do this thing and it's kind of off in the abyss and we don't know who's listening per se, unless they tell us. And so Mm -hmm. it's funny to, to be a part of this and then have to be reminded like, Oh, that's right. That's out there right now. And, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's it's a unique situation to be in, but it's a neat situation to be in. So I'm thankful for all our listeners, whether or not you've given feedback, but I will say that we do love it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm still just really grateful. I know we talked about this at the end of season one, but still it's, you know, we all of a sudden another season has passed and it means so much that even people like my parents and my in-laws are still telling me every week how much they enjoy the stories. And, you know, when those cliffhangers come up and, um, and, you know, those people who are so close to me mean so much, but then also, for example, on my, um, on our sixth wedding anniversary, I decided to post my episode about how I met Kyle and just got so many random messages on Facebook and texts. Um, and, and some of them, like that was back in August and now it's mid October. And just this week, I got another message from someone saying how much she enjoyed listening to our story. And, and it's someone I haven't spoken to since college. Um, and so it's just really cool hearing the, the people that end up coming across it and taking the time to listen. And just the feedback has always been positive. And I'm just so grateful that. God is using this podcast and this fun little ministry we have to touch people's lives. Um, And I will say that for me this season, I really felt like it just, 
the, all the stories that we had took this podcast to a different level. Um, season one was amazing, but this season just really entered into suffering with, you know, stories of cancer and a plane crash and sibling dying and, um, car crash and, you know, just, just some really intense episodes. You know, we, we already talked, mentioned Megan, um, her journey with her son who was miraculously saved from abortion and ended up in her family. Um, it just, the whole season really spoke to me personally. And I'm so grateful knowing how much each story has moved me, just knowing that those stories are available for anyone who wants to listen to them. And I wanted to share too, that Megan had given us feedback after her episode was recorded. She said when she listened back to it, she was really surprised by how profound it was to hear her own story from the perspective of a listener and just the confirmation of, yeah, like this story is actually meant to be shared and there's a purpose in it. And so it was really beautiful hearing even a guest on the podcast, just having that confirmation of, wow, even hearing my own story, I'm getting something from it. And I would second both of you, Paige and Margaret, in saying that every time that I revisit one of these stories or even just reflect on it, even if I'm not listening, but I think of someone, like when I think of Serena, these stories are really impacting my faith life and who I am. And I'm so grateful for it. Um, like right now, as we were reflecting on season two, we were thinking about, well, how is God working in each of our own lives right now? And I would say that right now for me, I'm just being faced with this journey of these two years that my husband's in fellowship of really having to learn to unite my suffering with Christ instead of pushing so hard against it. And this season really was a mini miracle to me because every story really has helped me confront that. Um, right now what's happening in our world as we're recording this episode, for example, everything that's going on in Israel and the Gaza Strip, and we're just, we're faced with these absolute unimaginable horrors yeah. that, I mean, truly, I, I just cannot imagine what these people are going through. Um, I think at times like this, we more than ever need to hear these stories and mm -hmm. be reminded that even in the most dire sickening circumstances, God is working and can work and he can use everything for the good. And in my own little way, like in comparison to what so many people are going through right now, my sufferings are nothing. And it's good to be reminded of that. But at the same time, we each have our own daily lives that we have to experience. Like it, making a comparison is almost pointless because at the end of the day, each of us have to get up and face whatever it is whatever the challenges that God is personally presenting us with um, in our own life. And so right now I've been reflecting a lot on what Father Michael Shields, um, our podcast chaplain, as hopefully all of you know who he is from his episodes with us. He told my husband that right now our purpose for these years is to suffer and work. And hmm. that's been our motto. We say to each other all the time, like another hard day, like, oh, really hard 24-hour shift where you didn't get any sleep. And Bella hasn't been eating for days because of her allergic reactions. And, you know, both of us are kind of at our wits end. We just look at each other and we say, suffer and work. Um, hmm. And 
it's just been this time of really being faced with realizing that I've always believed in God, but I haven't always really had faith. And I really need to commit to being open to the Lord growing faith in me so that Mm. in those moments, whether it's reading a horrible story in the news or just another, you know, hard day of parenting or whatever it is that in those moments, I can actually turn to him first instead of turning to, I mean, really what is disbelief in that moment, anger Mm. at God or whatever it is. So I'll just circling back around to like, that's how God is working in my life right now. And he's really using this podcast because every story I'm taking that with me and really praying for those people. And, um, and it's really, it really is changing my faith life. And I'm so grateful Mm. for that. That's awesome. So yeah. What about, what about you too? Well, I'm ready. I'll go next. Um, so Thanks, Berna, for sharing that. First of all, that was, um, you know, moving for me to hear. Um, and it's, mm-hmm. it's a gift that, you know, we're doing this thing and it, maybe we didn't realize the impact it would have on our, our lives. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, it's beautiful. Like God is working. Right. So for me, um, it kind of goes back to the summer. I, you know, was prepping for this big trip. We'd go to Europe for two weeks and have 25 kids with me. It's, and it was a ton of work. And I, I've always identified, you know, the story of Martha and Mary and Mary sitting at the feet of Jesus and Martha's busy with many things. Um, I've always identified as a Martha. I'm a, I'm a doer. It's hard for me to sit still in a way. Um, although I'm getting better at it. Uh, I think we're in a culture where there's a guilt factor. If you're sitting, resting, you're, you're lazy, which isn't true. It's not true. Anyway, um, getting to Europe was kind of insane. You know, we didn't sleep for two nights. We flew for 17 hours and then we get to Barcelona and it's hot and crowded and we just want to go to bed. Like we're all just, and here we are, the Sagrada Familia. (laughs) It's like, well, you Mm -hmm. can't go to bed. Sagrada Familia is right here. Um, And so I think it was about day three that we all started to finally kind of catch up on, um, on sleep, you know, find our energy again. And, you know, I wish I could remember exactly where we were, but I, we had mass in this chapel and I can, I can see the chapel so I can figure out where it is eventually. But the reading, the gospel reading was Mary and Martha. Mm. And for the first time in the trip, I was like, okay, Lord, what do you have for me in this, in this scripture? And one of the priests with us had this beautiful homily and it was a new, new perspective on Martha, you know, Martha kind of looks like the one who's doing everything wrong and Mary's the one doing everything right. Like she's sitting at the feet of Jesus. And, um, he basically explained that it's not, it's not bad to be a a Martha. It's not bad to be a person of hospitality. You know, it's, it's a gift Mm -hmm. to be hospitable and welcoming Paige, You're phenomenal at that. Um, Mm -hmm. absolutely. But we have to remember (laughs) to have, to have moments like Mary. And it was funny because I was talking to Megan, Megan, you're coming a lot up a lot in this episode. (laughs) Um, And she was like, yeah, we can be a Martha, but we just have to remember to have Mary moments. And I was like, Whoa, is that a quote that you know of? And she's like, I just made it up. (laughs) (laughs) Go Megan. Time to, time to, you know, cross stitch that or something. Um, (laughs) But that was kind of the first moment I felt like the Lord was like, it's okay to be who you are, right? It's okay to be a Martha. 
But, you know, we went on through the trip. The trip was really busy. So it was hard not to be Martha <laughs> because I was kind of, you know, <laughs> I, it wasn't a trip where I could, I could just sit at the feet of Jesus, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, you know, I've gotten home and, you know, recovered from that trip, which took many days, I will admit. But I think the way the Lord is kind of, he's still using that scripture in my life. And probably two or three weeks ago, I think I texted you something, Berna, recently about this, but just feeling like I need to stop grasping at certain things. Um, and to be fully transparent, one of them is online dating, which I'm getting very tired of. Um, it's kind of a drag. It can be beautiful. Great results happen. But um, I think I was getting, I was grasping at, grasping at it too much. And so I was like, all right, I'm just going to step back and I'm going to sit at the feet of Jesus in the morning and go to adoration and pray the surrender novena. So it's just interesting how things kind of follow us sometimes, you know, it's Mary and Martha, Mary and Martha. And then Mm -hmm. I heard the scripture again in the last couple of weeks. And it's just that little reminder, like God's like, how you doing with that Mary Mm -hmm. and Martha stuff? (laughs) Um, So being intentional and, and, you know, I'm not going to change who I am. I'm never going to be a hundred percent of Mary. I don't think, but to, take the time. And like Megan said, have those merry moments has been just really powerful and helpful. And, um, you know, an act of surrender of my life. Cause I, I really do like to be doing so it's been a gift. Um, and have I perfected it? Absolutely not. But I did enjoy my nine day novena and, and just going to the Lord and trying to go to adoration, even if it was for a short time, um, and sit because I can, you know, I, I don't have kids to chase like you ladies do. And so sometimes I have to remind myself, I have the ability to to go and sit with Jesus and I need to do this because Mm -hmm. he's the one who loves me the most. So that's my Mm -hmm. story of the recent months and weeks. So thanks so much for sharing that. Oh, sure. Awesome. Thanks so much for sharing that, Margaret. Um, Something that Christiane and I had been reflecting on um, about a year ago was just how we both really needed to grow in humility and gratitude. Um, But especially for myself, I really felt like I needed to grow in gratitude because I really just felt entitled to a lot of things for some reason. Um, And that is something. So I'm a part of a women's group that we meet monthly and we focus on one virtue each month. And, um, we were focusing on gratitude last month. And so we have accountability partners that we then meet with throughout the month. And I was meeting with my accountability partner and she was asking me like, so how, how are you doing with gratitude? How have you done with gratitude? And I was realizing, you know, I'm actually pretty good with gratitude. And I was starting to think why, what, like what has changed? And I realized that because of our many miracles, I'm just starting to be so thankful or like just starting to see God, you know, really working mm-hmm. in all of these small ways throughout my life and throughout my week and my day. And literally every time something happens, I'm like, oh, that's like a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's just making, I think it really is just filling me with gratitude and it's just really helped me not, you know, dwell on any of the hardships, obviously like there are things that, you know, 
go wrong in your day that you're like, this is so frustrating. Um, but ultimately, yeah, that, um, that these mini miracles that we are discussing and even just like in recording miracles that are happening in people's lives. Um, it's really just helped me see, yeah, see God at work and, um, and just be so thankful for all of that. So I think I just said the same thing in like 10 different ways, but oh, that is really cool. <laughs> That's a person who processes out loud for you. <laughs> So Paige, reflecting on that too, I love that first of all. And second of all, mini miracles is kind of becoming a saying like among people who listen to the podcast. So a little something will happen. We're like, it's a mini miracle. So it's starting to be, (laughs) you know, kind of a a common thing among, you know, friends and colleagues and things. And and it's just kind of become a fun thing. Um, And often what happens is they'll like throw their hands up and be like, mini miracle. (laughs) (laughs) so I feel that you know I do absolutely it's awesome yeah thanks for sharing it was really beautiful just to hear how God is working in both of your lives and and to share with you as you know we don't get to see each other in person that much anymore and even just this podcast still continuing is Mm -hmm. such a mini miracle just keeping this connection and also Mm -hmm. having it just be this uplifting um this uplifting time together that gets to extend to so many more people is just so wonderful. Here, here. So speaking of that, we are continuing on with our work. Yes, we (laughs) are. We're going to continue on to season three. And I think Paige is going to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, we are so excited that like season three is even a thing. That's so crazy Mm. that we're already Mm -hmm. hitting it. Um, And Crazy that it will be, what, in two months, it will be one year from when we first launched the podcast, which is also insane. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, we're just so thankful for you guys for also, you know, being here so that there can be a season three. And to all of our guests who have come on and, I mean, ultimately to God for being the one who is the miracle worker. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But... With that being said, we are going, we are actually starting to record season three um, in November. So it's like mid in a couple to weeks. October right <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> um, so we do have a few people, um, you know, signed on for season three that we are so excited to record their episodes. And it'll be really cool to see what the theme of season three brings us almost. You know, maybe it's a little sporadic all over the place or. Like we said, it did seem like season two had a big uh, theme of suffering. So maybe God is going to sprinkle a little theme into season three. Mm -hmm. Come back and check it out. Um, (laughs) See if that's the case. Um, However, already because I was going to put in just for our listeners, just a little cliffhanger here. We already do know that the first episode of season three is going to be a really intense, powerful story of healing that is going to start off the season pretty joyfully. So you can look forward to that. (laughs) Yes. I'm looking forward to that. Um, (laughs) But that being said, because we're still lining people up for season three, we still have a few spots left um, for stories. So if you have experienced a miracle 
that you would love to share the story or if you know of someone that you're like, man, this person needs to be on the Moving Mountains podcast. First off, ask your friend if they're okay (laughs) with Mm -hmm. it. And then, um, yeah, have them reach out to us or you reach out to us because we really just want it to, we just want these seasons to keep going. And we know that there are so many stories out there that will really impact other others' lives um, in powerful ways. And so we just want to share the glory of God the best that we can. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And um, we will be taking a two-month break. So you won't be hearing from us, though we will be around. So you can see our um, season three launching in the new year of 2024 which is also insane that it is about to be 2024. I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah. And please pray for us as we are working on season three and starting to record these episodes and just getting geared up for another season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, let's jump into mini miracles. So once again, our mini miracles are just a part of the episode where we like to share either a small or big way that God has been working in our life lately. It can be an actual miracle or just something uplifting or just a a way that you felt God just gave you a little gift in your life in, in the past week or, or recent life. Um, so I will start off and I want to share that. I know I've talked about it before, but having an adoration chapel that I can walk to in literally five minutes, um, around the clock, six days a week has been so amazing. And I recently went in on a Monday night close to 10 PM and there were 11 people in there. And I was just really surprised. I thought that was so cool because um, for those of you who don't know about perpetual adoration chapels, basically the Eucharist is venerated around the clock 24 seven. And on our our parish, there is a break from 8 AM to 8 AM Saturday to Sunday, just for parish events and cleaning, et cetera. But there is one person scheduled for every single hour of the week. It doesn't matter if it's 2 a.m., 4 a.m., there's someone who's always there. And so normally when you go in, there's usually when it's like a late hour or like the middle of the night, there's usually just that one person there because it's an odd hour. So anyway, I was just really surprised to see 11 people there with me praying that late on a Monday evening. And I think it's just a sign of our world, you know, is hungry for God and, you know, the Eucharist is a source and the summit of our faith. So I'm also really just grateful that we landed near such an amazing parish because I think that's also a sign of the kind of parish that we have. So that is my mini miracle that I wanted to share this week. What about you, Paige? That's awesome. And also I cannot wait to visit that chapel when I come to visit you in two weeks. Another mini miracle. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, My mini miracle is, so we live in like a little town home. Like I want to call it a neighborhood, but it's not really a neighborhood. It's like a loop of townhomes. Um, And it's just like, it's just great. But there were a lot of units that just became available. Um, And so like our building is four units. We all have our own garage. We all have our own door. You know, it's just like all of our units are within one building. So we are on an end unit and then there's like a big grassy area and then the next house. 
And that unit that shares the big grassy area with us just became available. So our neighbors are about to move. Um, and we were kind of sad because they have two toddlers and we've kind of been sharing toys and they're just super sweet and we really enjoy them. So we're like, oh man, like we really hope whoever moves in, like they'll have kids and we will really like them. Um, and so two of our friends, I'm going to leave them unnamed right now, but two of our friends, they were kind of making this decision of whether they were going to leave the state of Alaska or move out to the valley. And we told them about the units that were becoming available. And then all of a sudden they told us they applied. And then all of a sudden they told us that they got accepted. And then all of a sudden they told us that they signed the lease. So now they are going to be the ones (laughs) moving into this unit right across from us. So we're just super stoked because they have two little, two little kids and we're really good friends with them and they're devout Catholic. And yeah, so it's just like really exciting because we're now planning all these, you know, ideas of like, oh, you guys could go on date night and we'll watch your kids and then we'll go on date night and you watch our kids. And then like, we could take our monitor over to your house or just be outside (laughs) all hanging out. (laughs) That is so amazing. Yeah. So we're super pumped about that. And it was really just like God opened so many doors for them. So it was like their mini miracle, which is also my mini miracle. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so we're super pumped. They'll be moving in like three weeks. So, All right. I yeah. think I know who it is, but I can't wait until we stop recording so I can ask you <laughs> to <know>. confirm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what about you, Margaret? So my mini miracles happened on Monday and I see miracles too. Um, so there's been something going on with my car and it's been making funny noises and you know, it's an old car and I was just like, Oh man, you know, car stuff's never cheap. Right. So I put oil in it and I was like, maybe that'll help. And it just kind of seemed the same, except I turned the car on after putting oil in it. And it, it sounded like my muffler had gone, you know, that's super loud. I don't know if you've mm-hmm. ever lost a muffler, but it's, it gets yep. super loud and it's very obvious that something different is going on in your car. And I was like, Oh, shoot. And so I kind of, you know, looked around Eagle River, where can I, you know, ask about a muffler and long story short, <laughs> I went to this car shop guy was super nice. He comes out. He's like, start your car. He's like, yeah, it definitely sounds like something's off. Can you pop your hood? And he's, he, so I pop the hood and he's like, oh, the lid to your oil canister's off. Like, that's why it's making noise. And I kind of looked at him and I felt so sheepish, but I was like, wait, are you serious? And he's like, yep, that's all. Have a nice day. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I was like, why does that make it, it like my car also smelled because the fumes were getting, you know, released or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, all the like energy or whatever from the engine is being pushed through that hole. So when the hole is covered, it doesn't happen and it doesn't make that much noise. So I was like, well, thank you because you probably just saved me hundreds of dollars. Um, And then I also have a broken vacuum and I, you know, I was like, well, I, I'd rather not buy a new one. Vacuums, I mean, they're cheaper than they used to be, I guess. But um, there's nowhere to fix them in Eagle River. And so I drove all the way to Anchorage. I brought the vacuum down and thought I'd be spending another, you know, significant amount of money. And she's like, oh, you just need the replacement part. And it's $30. And I was like, what? <laughs> you know, these two kind of bigger things that I thought were going to be, you know, financially not Mm -hmm. economical ended up being almost 
like the car thing obviously cost me nothing. And then the vacuum is only like 25, 30 bucks. So I was like, wow, God, like double whammy. Thank you so much for that. So I just That's appreciate awesome. it. And I think you all know, like finances aren't fun and dealing with stuff like a broken vacuum or, or a muffler. It's not really something you want to spend money on. Um, and so I just was mm-hmm. very thankful on Monday that God saved me from that, at least for now. So those are my mini miracles this week. Yay. Yay. God is good, guys. Not amen. quite. And speaking of amen. Oh, yes. Go ahead. <laughs> no, not quite as what. <laughs> we can't leave that un- unfinished. Um, not quite as spiritually deep as Berna's, but a oh, miracle's okay. a miracle. And <laughs> yes. Hey, it's always a, it's always a wide range. It is. Mm-hmm. God cares about it all. And speaking of God, (laughs) let's pray. (laughs) In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Lord God, we thank you so much for this time together. Uh, We thank you for the season two and just for this entire podcast. We thank you for all of the guests who came on this season, who shared so vulnerably and so beautifully, um, for all of the conversations that were had, um, and for all of our listeners who keep coming back every week to to hear the stories of your glory, Lord. We pray for season three and all of the seasons to come for the future of this podcast um, and just for your glory to to always for this podcast to always point back to your glory, Lord. Let us never forget that. Um, and we pray for all those discerning to share their stories, to come on here. Um, and Lord, that if it is your will for their stories to be shared, that you put it in their heart. Um, and we also just thank you and praise you. Um, and yeah. We look forward to what you have to bless us with um, mm-hmm. in this, in these next few months, in this next year that is to come. We ask this all through your name. Amen. 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 In the name of the Father, Amen. Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Venerable Fulton Sheen. Pray, pray, for, pray us. for us. Pray for us. All right, guys. We will see you in the new year. Woo. Yeah, season three. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Moving Mountains podcast. If you have a miracle story to tell, please call our hotline at 412-449-9609. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Moving Mountains Podcast AK. We encourage you to subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and share our podcast with others. We'll see you next time.